I, I didn't realize though that it's like three weeks lot in New York if we're only going it's, for a week. It's ridiculous. It's I yeah. Well, it out. well, I'm I'm not going for. I don't want to live in New York for like hold up, hold up. weeks. Right? When is when is the New York stage? Like, what is the New York stage? It starts. It's, from... it's groups and semifinals. So it starts October sixth is the first day there, and the last day is the twenty third or the twenty fourth. Yeah, that, that, that means they leave. They go somewhere else to do the quarters, right? No, right. It's all North the quarters America. are quarters are in uh, sorry semis are in Georgia. Okay, so so it goes so Mexico stage, next week. That's planes, planes. Then three weeks in New York, one weekend in Atlanta, and one day in San Francisco, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it might as well just random. only be in New York. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess riots I mean, do I'll... like hold on to that. Like, it's a you know, it's a touring circus kind of thing. Yeah. I like it. I, I like the fact that it tours. It's I mean, still, yeah, it's supposed to tour though. It's only it's in New York. It's only well, in the, New York. The, pretty much. They were gonna do Canada, right? And then they had to yeah, cancel. Yeah, they cucked themselves yeah, on that one. Well, they had to cancel it because of COVID rules. Or what was it? No, no, no. They had to cancel it because they are stupid and didn't go Mexico, Canada, U.S., U.S. So in Mexico, U.S., Canada, U.S. So teams that would apply for an entry visa would have to apply for another entry visa to the U.S. Oh, okay, I see. Because uh, esports athletes aren't real and they can't yeah. get visas, right? Okay, uh, let's let's just start. Or uh, what? I had said we should pull open this. I don't know what Ad's plan was. All right, well, we did it. Let's go. Fucking intro uh, the fucking pod. As right, far three, as I'm two, concerned, we've been going. <laughs> all right, three, two, one. Let's go. Uh, welcome to Wax Half Full, episode 96. I'm your host, Wax, here with ads. And uh, Jason is joining us as a guest. He invited himself yet again. because Really? More than anything, you. I actually got this going for this week. I planned it, you know. You want to yeah, talk yeah. about League of Legends for some reason. Uh, because the world is coming up. And it's weird because this is the year when me and ads care the least. Keith, Producer Keith has never cared. So this is this could just be Jason monologuing about the League of Legends. That's that's fine. That's fine. Hey, hey I, I can talk about Korean League of Legends. You Would you like to hear about my Lord? And, yeah, just just Korea. I don't watch any other. Uh, All right. Well, well, let's let's just start because uh, with the league topic. Well, wait, ads. Uh, what's up? Any, anything you need to tell us? What I need to tell y'all is that um, Parramatta Eels still wearing fucking jersey. Never going to take this one off. Um, one the so. I find it so weird when I say finals to Americans. The eels. Wait, wait. The uh, eels as in the snake-like fish. Nagi, that's yes. the team's name. Okay, yes. I see. Paramata eels. That's your team. Yes, that's my team. Um, right. I always say finals to Americans, and they're like, what, you guys won? Like, you guys won it? And I'm like, no, the, the finals. S. There's an S there. So there's, there's multiple games. Anyways, regardless, in Australia, we have this weird thing where we have semifinals, but the fi- grand final isn't after... The semi-final. Oh. You play the preliminary final after that. What? What? Yeah. It, it's, is, it a playoff, is it a playoff bracket or not? Just just tell me that. Eight teams playoff bracket, yes. Okay. But, but and, the top four teams and, technically get yeah. s- second chance. There is a final game. That's all I need to know. I don't know. There, there is a final called. game. And there's, there's a final right. game. And that final game is happening next week on a Sunday. And the Parramatta Eels booked their ticket last night, and I've been drinking ever since. And uh, oh, honestly, so you, so you, so they won the semis. I no, they won the, said they won the league. They, no, 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 they won the semi final 
last week. Now it's preliminary. Now they won the preliminary final. It's very complicated. But basically, they're in the grand final now. Right, right. Now I, I, I got you. I mean, they won the match before the before the grand finals. What normal people would call a semi. And yes. then Australians call this bullshit. It's like whatever. upper bracket winners finals. <laughs> yeah, basically, instead of calling it upper bracket winners finals. So um, what was going on? You were on the Discord with your boys watching? Is that what that was? Yeah, I was on the Discord with the boys watching. Um, honestly, I thought we'd lost. Uh, like maybe like twenty minutes to go. Team was down and out. We were getting dominated, but we pulled through. Um, so making the grand final. My team hasn't won since nineteen eighty six. So I've never National lived. Rugby League. Wow. In your lifetime, they've never won. So they've never won. They've made two grand finals in the time I've been alive, and they lost. Is both. this why you? Is this why you were flashing plane tickets on your Instagram? I was flashing plane tickets. Were, yeah, you're you were doing that on Instagram. You because, or you were looking flashing the prices because you're considering going back for this. Uh, is that I'm why? like I'm like seventy percent. If I get the time off work, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back wow. to Australia for ju- just for the finals. Yes. I'll go uh, for the week. Like, I'll, I'll fly on like a Thursday or Friday night and come back on a Monday or a Tuesday. All right. Well, what's going to happen if you go out there and you lose? Make your muscle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you don't have to lot. worry about missing those <laughs> days of work. <laughs> yeah, then they're going to have to find somebody else. Hey. Look, look, look. Okay, so, so the, it is like very risky to spend $2,000 on a plane ticket. To a final that we might lose, but vice versa, if we were to win and I wasn't there, I would feel like I've missed out on like a life changing moment in my, in my life. Truly, life changing. Two thousand dollars is a flight back home. Yes, on short notice like this. Yeah, on that's, short notice. That's during the summer. I would well, to me it would like what, first off, it's, Austra- it's, a, what, it's a winter. It means Australian dollars. It's not real money. I mean, Australian dollars and Canadian dollars are almost identical. Yeah, it's not not real money. It's almost a one to one conversion. So yeah, that's ridiculous. My flight to Worlds was two hundred fifty bucks. Dude, well, yes, because right it's it's fucking it's ninety minutes from Toronto to New York. Of course, how long of a flight awesome. is it from LA or LA from uh, Sydney Tokyo. to Tokyo? Like ten uh, well, hours, nine, nine and a half hours. Yeah, ten hours. Oh really? It's wow, long. I'm yeah, surprised. It's it's far. I, I didn't think it was that far. Holy, okay, that's Australia more is literally in the middle of nowhere. Okay, <laughs> I got. It's I thought it was like relatively close. Yeah, regardless, also if plot tickets are inflated because Japan's closed technically. Oh, All right. so less so, people uh, coming in. Don't let globes it. and projections fool you. Australia is like actually far from everything. <laughs> we yeah, and that's fucking huge too. And it's fucking huge too. Yeah. Like, right. like, I, I, was, I knew it was big, but so so to fly from Tokyo to Cairns, which is where, like, she's in, which is near the nearest um, airport to where the game was last night, takes six hours. Holy. Then from Cairns to Sydney is another four hours, by well, plane, or three and a half hours. So go yeah. to Cairns and uh, drive down. Yeah, <laughs> that's like twenty-eight Cairns hours Vegas. driving. City north. Let's get it. Let's get it for the most part. Yeah, well, okay. that's what I'm, what I'm saying is like basically to get to the top. From the top corner of Australia to the bottom corner of Australia it takes four hours, not including Tasmania, because even Australians don't think Tasmania is real. Uh, 
All right. So I was, I was going to ask you if this uh, the, the potential games you're playing in the finals, are, it's like a derby game. But then I looked up the NRL, and it looks like every single team is in New South Wales, and not just New South Wales. They're, they're just all in Sydney or somewhere. Nine Sydney. of the nine of the teams are in Sydney. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, t- so is there a derby match? Does it really exist, or is it basically like it doesn't d- matter because all derby, of you are, are in Sydney anyway? Derby matches are more so like locate locale in Sydney. So like yeah, if you're from so you, if you're both sat, like Western Sydney teams, then you'll have a derby yeah. between them. So, um, so who's your rival? Like historical, historical, historical rival is Manly and Bulldogs. Okay. Manly, um, but, okay. yeah, okay. Manly because but in it, the we were both really good in the eighties, and now we both have been sucking for quite a while. We're not; they've sucked less than we have. Um, what a, so what a fucking when, Australian te- team name, Just literally called Manly. Manly God. Sea Manly's the place. They're called Manly Sea Eagles. That's what, that's what I mean. It's such an Australian place name, Manly. All right. Um, and bull, the Bulldogs are like the the closest local team to us. Like we're like basically rivals. Right. And we also again same thing. Eighties, both teams made many finals and played in each other. Um, right. As as to who we're gonna play in the finals, that depends on tomorrow's game. Uh, t- today's game. Fuck, it's that it's been that much. That much time. Yes, it's 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 team from Sydney one or team from Sydney two, from what I can tell. Yes, but team from Sydney one, Penrith, Penrith Panthers yeah. have have now had a rivalry with building with them. There's but I would say like that's a bigger rivalry than with no, the Rabbitohs. Or it's the South City Rabbitohs and their and their mascot is literally a cute bunny. It's so cute. Yes, except Rabbitohs. Literally. Cute. Anyways, I can't believe these are teams. <laughs> Sydney Roosters. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm looking it up right now, and like, so you are the eels, which is yes. like, I don't know. It, it could be intimate. Okay, it's a moray from what I can see on your, uh, on your logo. So at least it's like a predatory eel. So at least it's a little bit scary. Well, the eels. I don't know about other teams, um, but the eels Yo, have like the, an actual meaning to their name because Parramatta is Canberra. Canberra being eels. the Raiders and like having a Viking is so fucking funny because it's so fucking far from anywhere where Vikings live. It's it's just ridiculous. They they even do the Viking clap before. Games. Oh, this this the shawl. Uh, yeah, the thing that like Iceland started doing like four years ago, and now everyone does. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Lame. It's, it's the so funniest, fucking lame. We, we when yeah. we played them last week and beat them, our fans did the Viking clap. Yeah. That was the funny. Brisbane Broncos. Let me see. Dragons. Okay, dragons. Okay, that that's fine. Seagulls. Fine. Bulldogs. Fine. Titans. Okay. Knights. You know, this is this is kind of like Overwatch League if you if you think about it. It's it's, it's that kind of no, like no, creativity. Like... Except eels, eels, eels are kind of kind of amusing. I mean, rabbitos. How many? The, I can't think the of ra- a single yeah, yeah, league. Yeah, the rabbitos are. The rabbitos are that is fucking weird. Oh, they're often called the, the bunnies. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> they are. They are probably the up there with the biggest clubs. They're, they're one of the uh, oldest clubs as well. Um, speaking, speaking, speaking of bunnies, how's your mom, Jason? Uh, she texted me today that I haven't <laughs> came to see her. All right. All right. Uh, anyway, enough about traditional sports. Let's, let's move on to... Wait, our, wait, wait, wait. Before that, before that. Okay, okay. There was something I wanted to say, but I've forgotten it now. Oh, my God. Wait. Well, All right, whatever. It's gone. You'll, you'll think of it later or not. All right. Let's, let's go on to our first topic. <laughs> oh. We were going to talk about... We're going to talk about uh, League of Legends Worlds. Uh, more that Jason want to talk about it. So, Jason, um, neither me or Ads really 
kept up with League of Legends this year. So what's going on? Has anything changed in the large bouts of power? No. Or is it literally... So just China or Korea is going to win again. And uh, yeah, Probably China. Just China's the- like really good this year. And Korea's not really. It, it sounds like it's just Genji and... And Europe's like whatever. There's no one good. Europe, Europe shit like, this year. Europe's probably the worst it's been in a long time. All right, so we can give that all East Asian top four. There's a legitimate or, chance they... that both the European teams don't make it to the playoffs. Mm. Is Riot going to rig the bracket so a non-Asian team reaches the top four? Probably. Uh, probably, yeah. All right. Uh, so anything we should look? Anything interesting we should look out for? Who's the top well, candidate to win here? Also, t- tell tell ads if uh, ads. Is, well, I'll ask ads. Is T one any good? They Your are team. good. They are good, but they are absolute monkeys in draft. Just absolute monkeys. Okay. Um, they're good players, and their coaching is bad. They probably had the best top laner in Korea. He's really good. Zeus, yeah, he's good. Yeah. Um, and I, hey, I Zeus! Think, I remember that name. Yeah, Zeus. Is Zeus the brother? No, that's Gumiyasi. He's the brother yeah, of yeah. um. Yeah. I remember Zeus. I remember like when he was coming up and everyone was like excited for him and he sucked and people were like, oh maybe he's not good. But I think yeah. he was good after all. Good for him. Yeah, he is good, yeah. He ended up he ended up being good. Nice. I think I, I think for me, for T one to win, um they're like carry like 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 if you look at MSI, I think the everyone points towards uh Gimiyushi and Kerry are not playing. I think Kerry is like Potentially the best player in the world. He just plays the worst, <laughs> worst role. Um, I mean, that's a lot of good support players. Like, Core JJ, you know? Core JJ's fucking awful. Yeah, Core JJ should yeah. Oh, well, What happened to him? Oh, he's, he, I thought he... Uh, he, he got I the green was, card, my dude. What the fuck does he need to play for? What the fuck does he need to play for? Oh, that's what happened? Okay, that's what happened. Because I felt yeah, like he was only... He legitimately like, had the only... worst year of his career. Like... Really bad. Worse than Dignitas. Yeah. I thought he was the the best player on TL for a long time, though. No? He, he was. Okay. But something changed very rapidly, and I, I don't know. Alright. He got, he got married and he got a green card. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he, married to... he wasn't great, to be honest. Yeah, I Did he get married to an American? Did he get married to an American? No, his wife's Korean. Okay. So he got the green card through uh, whatever TL, TL. or. Was... Yeah. Good stuff. Well, good for him. So, so let, let me just go back to the Worlds thing. So, Worlds is going to be in New York from group stage to to um, what do you call it? Semi final to semi final or to quarter final. Like quarters, quarters, through yeah. the quarters. Okay. Are they changing when venues? You call, no, when you call the fucking quarters. No, sorry, it's in the same venue. The NRL. It's in the same. Really. Yeah, it's, it's so not, stupid. It's not tiny. It, okay, it's smaller than the Madison it's, Square. It's there. very small for compared to venues that we're used to for Worlds. It's it's how, like how four thousand seats. How, how many thousand? I, th- seats? I think this is four thousand. Four thousand. Okay. Oh, okay, something like that. I'm just saying, like, I feel like people get a little bit uh, obsessed with that because um, a lot of like very successful like live events have been held in smaller venues and people get caught up with like the you gotta be in a 10,000 seater or 12,000 seater I don't know what's the venue called it's uh the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden it's at it's in the building in Madison Square Garden but it's not the main bowl they have like a smaller side theater next to it okay yeah yeah yeah. 
No, it, it's it's like the O2 in uh. It sits it sits between two thousand and five thousand six hundred people. They probably won't set it up to five thousand six hundred. So yeah, three thousand to four thousand probably good. good yeah, guess. I, I, I think four is. Oh, wait, I, oh, it's not the O2. It's the thing next to the O2. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so, so so why why does Riot suck so badly at like I feel like the prep for Worlds yeah. on Riot side is never has never been good. No, I and they, they also like they have an obsession. No, no, no. With... Look, look. The last the last time they were here, uh, they booked the main Every, the, they every, booked the main no, bowl. But everyone's still complaining and about they the one. Well, what happened there? I don't know what happened. It, literally, the exact same thing is happening with yeah, New York now. That's that's what happened in Chicago. Same thing. What? The only benefit what? for the New York one is that they're there for three weeks. The Chicago yeah. one was what? They booked a smaller venue? Very small complained. venue in Chicago. So they were like, oh, I didn't get tickets. And there was only like two days. Yeah, but like last time, like, like again, like last time they held it in the big, big bowl in New York City and it didn't sell out and you could get like tickets for like below face on the on the secondary market. And for like, what was it? Was it H2K versus, uh, I don't know, some, some Chinese team? I forgot. I remember like that that the arena was like half full for that. So basically they wanted to avoid the worst. Yeah, it's better you to say like... that, but I went to yeah. LCS finals in Chicago yeah. like a month ago and it was sold out. Yeah, because it's like one game. It's not one game, it's two games. Yeah, whatever, it's two games. I'm just saying, like, they're holding here for three games. Why is it two games? Hold on, why is it two games? It's two best of fives. Why is it two I, best of fives? Because it's the LCS finals. They do that. They do Saturdays. Third, well, third place match used to be called. Now it's like the lower bracket final, and then Sunday's grand finals. Okay, I think so, maybe, I think maybe, they, maybe they fucked up for by not booking the quarterfinals in the main bowl. That's what they should but, have done. That's exactly what they should have done. Yeah, but in any, in any case, I I don't mind them doing this because they got burned. They've gotten burned hard in the past by overbooking. Okay, like it's a thing they they've learned over time. Like I understand why they're afraid of it right now. I'm I'm sure as well. Like league's popularity in in a. Is not at its peak as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Who, who gets? Like, they, they're who, out of the burning money phase now. They gotta like book venues like reasonably. They can't like sit, like hope they fill a ten k theater anymore. They have to like sort of like logistically. That's how it works now. That's how it's worked for like years now. It, yeah. I would semi agree with you if we didn't have to buy tickets the second they went on sale because they sold out. Uh, well, I mean, it sucks for us, but like I can see why they did it. Yeah, obviously it, it sucks for us. And now uh, I've looked. A little bit at secondhand tickets, and it looks like they're selling for above face because they're in demand. So, I mean, good for Riot sucks for us, but I understand it. Not, not I'm not that mad. All about I'm it. getting from this is that Wax loves Riot and wants to make sure Riot's making I money. This, Wax is no, like, Wax, hold up, I, hold up, I, hold up, Wax, hold up. You are like Jason defending Apple right now. Yeah, it's kind of, like it's kind of <laughs> sickening, honestly. Yeah. No, I'm, making I'm me feel just, a bit dirty. So, I'm sympathetic to tournament organizers. I'm not sympathetic to the company, right? I'm sympathetic to people who organize esports tournaments. They're, they're okay. difficult to hold, and they don't, they don't make any money. So, so you're the person who's like the person who works at Amazon. Probably isn't immoral. It's the company. Okay, right, right. Yeah, it's, I, I don't hate the factory worker at uh, Amazon. That, that guy's that guy's trying to do what he's trying to do. Okay, okay, fair, fair, fair. Um. Jason, how are the so. NA teams? How are the NA teams, Jason? Oh, sir. Cloud9 is the only decent NA team. Cloud9. Are they actually decent? Or are they yeah. only decent relative to NA? I, that's the thing. They're probably decent only relative to NA. But I think that out of all the teams going from NA, they have the best chance of like showing up. Yeah. They they won, so they're first seed, right? They're first seed, yeah. 
Okay. They so, they're actually uh, like pretty good though. But the, but the thing is, you're guaranteed, uh, assuming like the LPL and the LCK teams come out. Yeah, you're guaranteed both an LPL and an LCK team. And you'll do you know who their LPL and LCK team are? Do you even know the groups? Nope. Have no they idea. made the groups already? Yeah, they did. Oh, okay, did another. Yeah, so uh, just guess what Cloud 9s group is. I'm gonna guess. Who's the third seed for Korea? J- just uh, Korea. Yeah, who's the third seed? Uh, it's was it DRX? DRX, yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna guess DRX. I've seen it, obviously DRX and RNG. Did RNG win? No, RNG is four seed. Okay, so and they can't be RNG then. I don't know. You're you're thinking way too hard about this. It's Cloud Nine, so it's obviously T1 and EDG. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they always so get the same dead. group. They oh, always get the same group. Hold on, hold on. Third... So, so even though Cloud Nine are first seed, because NA sucks so bad, they're not. They're not in the first seed. No, um, they are. Bracket. Oh, okay. Okay. No, right. it's it's cause, it's because your team sucks. It's because T one second seed. Come on. All right. T one second seed and EDG's third it's, seed. Yeah, it's because your team fucking sucks, man. I thought T one didn't win. Yeah, it's because your team but own. Yeah, so that's that's like the third time I'm pretty sure they've been. Yeah, they've been in the same group as T1 multiple times, but I'm pretty sure it's the third time it's uh them. Anyway, and so, so the the three Chinese teams, uh, whatever four Chinese teams, um, is there much difference? Is there one team that's um, much stronger than others? People favor so top and uh, JD. Yeah, JDG. Top, G. Okay, so Chop, Top and JDG are the are there in the championship tier, and there's then... a te- there's a team called CTBC Flying Oyster. <laughs> I don't know, man. What a team! I don't know why they're flying oysters. So they're owned by oh, a co- company CTBC. Yeah. But why they're f- flying oysters? Were they called okay. flying? The, the team, the name of the team comes from their sponsor, CTBC Bank. Their slogan. We are family. Is we are also, family. Also, I don't Chinese, understand the word family. I don't know who a, this loud org is, but they've came out of nowhere and they're like in every game always representing Brazil. Loud. Jason. Yeah. Jason. Shh. He was explaining the origin of the name. Yeah. yeah. The word family has a similar pronunciation with Fei Muli, which means flying oyster, hence the team name. So there we go. <laughs> Family sounds like flying oyster in uh, in Chinese. Now you know. What uh, a fucking name! How how quickly did you find that? What the fuck? Did you know that beforehand? L- literally on Leaguepedia. I I picked it. It's on you, the top of the team. Wow, you're using Leaguepedia and not Liquipedia. I'm fucking reporting you to f- TL man. Uh, Which is piss. There's how I'm on as as a former employee. Not really an employee, but. As a former contractor, being, being paid by Tio occasionally, I am on Liquipedia. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, Jason, they didn't give have us that information. Give us, <laughs> Jason, give, give, give us some reasons to care about this tournament because clearly me and Az are very checked out on it. it what are we really looking out for here? Like, why should oh, we give us shit? I don't, honestly. <laughs> the, uh, the biggest reason to watch right now is like the ultimate Mayo side because. Uh, EU has two teams and play-ins, and there's legitimately a chance that both of them won't make it out. <laughs> All right, let me see who's on this team. Hey, this this EU team has Malram. What what the fuck? Malram went to went to yeah. EU. Yeah, he what, did. What 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 the hell happened? He just won what spot happened? summer. What happened? 
Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of random. Oh, I guess not that random. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Yeah, Eleven was, minutes ago, there was a tweet. Carlos stepped down as CEO of GTA Sports. Nice. Wow. Oh, that's a, that's amazing. Oh, you want to talk about that instead? That's much more interesting. That is that's breaking, news. breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> We're not live. Breaking. We're not live, yeah. Jason. It's going to come out in two days. And Keith, <laughs> yeah, Keith might not put it on. Keith might not put it on anything if not. Uh... All right, let's see it. Okay, do you want me to read it out? I've got it right in front of me. Yeah, yeah I can read it, read it. All right. G2 Army, it's been a tough week for us all following the events of last weekend. Today we received and accepted Carlos's announcement to step down as CEO of G2 Esports. As a global esports organization serving the world's most diverse fan base, we take responsibility for our fans, employees, team members, and partners across the world. In this context, we want to underline that we do not support any form of misogyny. We continue to prioritize fostering inclusivity and supporting a diverse community. We are fully committed to continue the legacy of G2 and feel empowered by the passion and the commitment of the G2 Army. Thank you, G2 Esports. Hey, it's it's like, uh, what a parallel with the Robert, Bar- the Robert Sarber thing. I can't believe these things are happening like at the same time on almost the same schedule. What happened with who? Oh, the Phoenix Suns owner, Keith's favorite team. They, they their CEO, uh, their owner basically got caught up in a very complicated scandal. Not very complicated. Basically, it's like you just had like a litany of scandals. Basically, like like a like a laundry list of shitty mm-hmm. things you did in the past. So like, and it all came out. Carlos. Well, no, Car- no. I would say that with Ocelot, it was the one agitate thing. With Cyber, it was because there was just like a long investigation that unveiled like like a dozen different things. Dozens, yeah. I should say. Any, anyway, so basically, uh, basically, what happened was uh, the league punished him with a suspension. But then, like a week later, he just decided, okay, I'm just gonna sell because there was a lot of pressure on him to sell, and everyone was shitting on him. So, we were very, very similar the situation. Sun, the Suns where... have been a relatively successful team, no? Uh, recently, historically, you know, not so much under his under his under, reign. So, Only he's, yeah. so how long is he? He's owned them for a long time, then I guess. Ah, about 15 years. I think he bought yeah. them in 2004. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Suns' success is literally uh, only in the, the late, like, latest three years. And it came in the form of going undefeated in the bubble and not making the playoffs still under COVID. Uh, making it to the finals and winning one game, if I recall correctly. And then then third year they had the best regular season record and then got absolutely destroyed in a game seven in like round two of the playoffs that's still okay like honestly like people shit on server but and but they try to exaggerate his like his the team was bad underneath them he was cheap but the team was like on average they were they were okay like you know the seven seconds or less that was under him too so like he actually presided over some pretty solid teams that never reached the finals but they were like competitive I mean, the so year I before people, they went undefeated in the bubble, they had the worst record in the league. So I I know, but like people like pretend like he's like team stolen, and he's like his teams have done way better than the Knicks. I'm I'm saying people like exaggerate. Like he, he's a shitty owner because he is you know he has bad behavior, but the team is like yeah, well it's 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 a pretty been pretty solid team. I think it could be have been better, yes, but the main reason why he was fired was because the uh, main reason to hate him is because he's a he's a bad person, not because he's a bad owner. I think. Anyway, that's like a, yeah, yeah. besides that, that's besides the fact. Uh, so wait, 
Uh, Ocelot got Ocelot resigned. What happened there? Uh, Jason, Jason, do you know what his ownership share was? I know that G two no was basically was very heavily backed yeah, by. Yeah, they VC. were very VC funded. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know I, how I much did, he owned. I don't know. How, yeah, exactly. Like, like all of them are VC funded, but I don't, like for instance TL. I know that VC owns a lot of them, but uh, Steve and 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 Victor they retain some share. But Axiomatic is the majority owner, right? Like Axiomatic could fire Steven. Steven, I think so. Yeah, wanted yeah. I'm pretty okay, sure that okay, so I'm pretty sure Steve and Victor have the most shares out of any one singular person. But, but Axiomatic the, could fire them. Yeah, if they I'm pretty sure. Them. I'm pretty sure. And same with like uh like well, T1 we know T1 uh it's Comcast and owns most of them or like yeah. all, or all of it I think right C9 who who's who owns C9? Uh, I would say it's a big point of it's probably still Jack. Oh, so does Jack actually is Jack still the the majority owner? I believe so. Oh, so Jack, Zach, and Reggie are fine because they they still own their teams. Uh, Nat, Naz I mean, and, you say uh, that, but Reggie got denied going into franchising for Valorant, so I'm not sure how fine yeah. he actually is. Yeah, but he, he he won't fire himself for failing to, to do that, though. You know what you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what you're saying. See what you're saying. I, 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 G G two, whoever owns G two, fired Ocelot basically. I am assuming because his existence uh, prevents the team from you know being active in esports. Well, they actually got. Because of this Andrew Tate thing, they got kicked out of the Valorant League. Well, that's did why they? I mean, that's, that's yeah, they didn't yes, get accepted why, because of it. That's why they just fired uh, Ocelot. Yeah, he didn't step down. Like they're letting I, him say he stepped down. But I, they fired I him. know he. I know he got fired. Um, yeah, that's. But what, I didn't know that got, that also happened. That's why he got fired. I, I think they would have just suspended him for a long time if it was only bad PR. But he's actually materially affecting like their ability to be like an actual competitive team because like you know that VCT. Whether whether or not you say it's esports is real or profitable in the long run, it's still the best bet right now. You know what I mean? Like it, it may fail, it may not be big, but it's still the thing you, like everyone has to bet on right now because that's how esports is. You bet on the thing that has the highest among low probabilities. So, so in the in a market where everyone's trying to go all on VCT, if his existence precludes you from competing in it, then you, then you kind of just gotta you gotta cut ties with him. And you, you can't, and that's why I'm saying that Reggie is safe. Even if Reggie is a negative to TSM joining it, like he's still the owner of TSM. He's not going to fire himself. I mean, he did an internal investigation on himself. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, hey, it said he's not racist. No, not racist, not homophobic, not, 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 a, not a hateful bone in his body. Just a, bu- just a lot of bullying bones. I think the, the fact that, like, so the fu- the funny part about G two is the fact that they just started off as such a massive failure, like a consistent failure, and then the guy they, who basically, yeah, they were what, I don't know what they called before ga- before like they became G two, they were gamers too, and Carlos basically like left. Who did he leave? Which team was he on? He was on SK, SK. before SK. So he left SK to make his own team, and they failed to make. E- EU LCS back when you could still like make EU LCS like fucking so many times and then he eventually kicked himself off the roster even though the whole point of having the roster was like to prove that he was the best mid lane in the world or mid lane in EU and then yeah like this same dude is the guy who leaves mm. I, w- I really wonder how this makes certain uh, certain owners feel like or people who sold out their shares the majority of their shares. I feel like this is this has got to make people feel a little bit shook. I mean, and it's got to 
make people rethink people who are holding on to their shares from selling more of it. Like they're, they're always going to try to keep majority now, aren't they? It's like Vince McMahon. Keith, didn't did, did Vince McMahon do a thing where even though the company's public, he fucking engineered it in a way where he owns all the shares that let him control the company? But, but even that didn't save him, right? Like, despite that, he still has to step down as CEO despite owning the team. He's the... Well, I mean, Vince is the majority owner. I don't know if... Right. No, he, no, he has a majority, majority of... owner of G2. If Oslo was majority the majority owner, owner, he wouldn't drop... Owning shares. So you have to know that he's... he's I'm pretty sure he was the majority owner, owner of all shares, wasn't he? He, was, he owned... Uh, oh, I thought only voting shares. Because I, I know he made up some bullshit shares to sell the market, but like... And he, but he and the people he trusts kept the shares that let him do like, you know, shareholder things. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was like made up non-voting shares or whatever, but I'm, I know that they. I thought it was him personally, but it might have been like him and Stephanie and whatever had the majority of overall shares. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I guess this for Oslock, it could be a bit situation where he, the pressure made him step down as CEO, but he's still he is not divesting a stake. He could still be like a. From from what I read in the statement, we don't know if he's he's retaining his shares, right? Uh, yeah. In his own video, he says, uh, what he says is that his time with G two is coming to an end. In what capacity that means, who knows? All right. So he so he may still be retaining his ownership shares, but he's no longer the face or decision maker. Which sounds yeah. like it could just be like well, the Vince thing. In that case, like you can't force someone to sell their shares. And then again, you can you can fire your CEO, but. Uh, forcing someone to divest their shares. I'm not sure how that works in legally in terms of like European law. Because yeah, Steve Apple got really... fired by the board. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this, like the uh, CEOs, the board can fire the CEO, but to force like a shareholder to sell their stake, I don't. I, I think that's pretty complicated. And this is German law too, so I have no idea what the hell happens. Are, are they are, are they like incorporated in Germany? I don't know if they are. Uh, yeah, they're yeah, yeah, they're in Spain. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're they're like a European company. They're definitely like, a European company. Just I think they're Spain. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're, they're like main the European. What the fuck? The main the main VC is like they're all like Silicon Valley, from what I can tell. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure the company is like he, like incorporated or whatever headquartered in Europe. Yeah, I mean, their Twitter says their HQ is Berlin, but I don't know how much that means anything. Yeah, it's like every corporation in America is, is HQ'd in Del is like incorporated in Delaware for tax reasons, but they're all active in like Silicon Valley. I'm pretty sure TL is a Delaware Delaware company for tax reasons as well. Competitive esports. TL is company. Yeah, yeah pretty, no. Uh, no. TL actually has well, two separate companies. If you want to be. Yeah, it's it's a weird organization. The merger is very strange. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, like my my yeah. uh, money transfer comes from Competitive Esports LLC. All right, this has been a very interesting year in uh, people getting fired for bad behavior. It's uh, Robert Sarver. You you hate to uh, see people facing the consequences of their actions. Did Vince McMahon you know, get fired? Yeah, he got fired. But uh, well, fuck? he stepped down. He he resigned. Resigned. Quote unquote. The result like... of. Well, not not even I don't even know if it was a result. He resigned before the result of the investigation came out. All right. So this goes to the conversation that maybe Keith can like uh, be more interested in than any legends. But, uh, okay, all of these things, all of these guys stepping down or getting fired, whatever you want to call it, mutual termination. Um, 
is this like a modern thing? Like, would this have happened twenty years ago? Because I no, man, this is cancel culture. Yeah. <laughs> this is do you see the culture is real the stuff? yeah they're so fucking and... good I'm dying I'm dying that's what, I, that's what I'm going through right now they're <laughs> so fucking is... good I'm it's... no longer a fan of G2 because cancel culture has won <laughs> Vince has been cancelled Ocelot has been cancelled uh, who else are we talking about Sarver Sarver's been cancelled none of these people did anything uh, that requires consequences for their actions. Because we, um, we were talking like a couple of minutes ago that like Sarver, well, a couple of hours ago that it's it's so odd that Sarver uh, was pressured into quitting within a week, right? Because the NBA initially wasn't going to punish him that severely, make him suspend to suspend him for a year, but then within like a week he decided, you know what, I might as well just sell and get out. And I just thought that was such a weird turnaround, right? And we could, I, we I couldn't believe we got the motivations. I don't think it's weird that he was pressured to get out. I think it's weird that that worked. The implication is that it was Adam Silver after no, he's no. the one that issued the suspension and fine, and then defended it, and right. then yeah. came out and said that him selling was the right next move. Like if that was, like I feel like you would have issued a stronger punishment if like the end goal was him yeah. selling yeah i don't think i don't have anything to do with it i, I think it has, can't they force you to sell anyways in, in, no they no they can't because no no the other owners the other owners have to force you to sell and the other owners will, ne- will never do that yeah because they don't want it to happen to them so they'll never yeah. didn't that happen to that yeah. one dude no that did not happen that, that, that that's like Fox. the no, no, the Donald Sterling thing is like the most mis- misreported thing, and the NBA lets it happen because it makes him look good. Uh, what happened was uh, Adam Silver he suspended Donald Sterling for life, which is he can do, which means which is really really bullshit because suspending an owner means like you still own the team, but you can't like go to the games or participate in uh, managing the team. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you how do you police? Obviously, you catch up to the game, that's fine. But how do you police that you're not managing the team, right? Okay, fair, fair, fair. But you're still the but you're still the owner. But what but what ha- what happened with with Sterling was that uh, the NBA couldn't force him to sell, but his wife. Uh, so you know what happened the Sterling thing, right? It's it happened because his mistress uh, recorded someone recorded some, him talking to his mistress about don't hang out with Magic Johnson or black men. Like that's what happened. Like they 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 recorded him talking to his mistress, don't hang out with black people because of uh, racist reasons, and. Uh, the reason why he sold the team was that uh, his actual wife was really, really annoyed at this particular mistress because she was very uh, blasé about it. You know, mistresses are supposed to, you know, respect the wife a little bit. The actual wife. Slut, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to be like fucking out there like that. So uh, she basically they, got they don't make mistresses Sterling. like they used to, man. So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, so, anyway, so this is, this is why when you're a billionaire, uh, and you're gonna have mistress. Don't 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 let your wife have half control of your things. If you think we suspect this is gonna happen, or you, or you know what? It's I guess the better lesson is if you're go, if you're gonna give your wife half control of your things, don't have mistresses. I don't know. I, I, don't, know, I don't know where I'm going with this. In well, any having case, mistresses uh, is a pretty good advice. No, they, yeah, inj- the the goal is to have mistresses that your wife is okay with. Exactly. <laughs> you you gotta be like um, what's the killer yeah. Mike. And there's rap about yeah. the chicks you fuck, but that your wife knows about. Yeah, yeah your so wife th- is the HBIC. 
She has she's in charge, all right? So you the, the mistresses just have to know their place. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Shelly Sterling, uh his actual wife, who owned half the team, I think, uh, she backdoored him basically and and got him a court to say he's he's incompetent, mentally incompetent to own the team and sold it as the other co-owner of the team. So she sold the team. And so basically they had a backdoor because uh, this mistress was being a little bit too uh, uppity. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's what, that's right. That, that's what happened. So otherwise they could have been tied up in litigation for years, basically if they wanted to force him to sell. But thankfully like uh, his, his, his wife got, or ex-wife, I don't know if divorced now, but whatever. Shelly Sterling, they let them, they, she let them bypass the problem. Anyway, that's what happened. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So, the point I was making was that uh, I thought I'm I'm very shocked that this kind of public pressure works, and I and I really really wonder what's happening underneath the table. So I thought like rich proud guys don't give a shit about public pressure. I thought like this kind of like yelling at them on Twitter and doing all this kind of stuff. I thought that only makes them more emboldened. Obviously, Ocelot didn't have as much power as uh, Vince McMahon and Sarver in terms of the situation. Like he actually you know got fired because uh, he he sold all this all of his stakes, so he didn't have any power anymore. But I, I was just like surprised that in this day and age that, that, you know, old school, like very traditional, like not of this time, old men like Sarver and Vince McMahon are ceding to this public pressure. And it's just, it's really just surprising me. Really? Surprising? Yeah. Cause like, wouldn't you think that this kind of guy would be like, well, fuck, fuck you, man. I, I own this. I own these shares. You can't make me, you can't make me step down. Like, and it's like cyberbullying works. What? Cyberbullying does work, honestly. We should that that should be the big takeaway of, of this whole thing. Cyberbullying cyber works. works. Yep. And we should be doing more cyberbullying. That's what we should I be mean, doing. I mean I think cyberbullying is a little bit. All thing. old white men out of power. <laughs> yes, we should bully <laughs> all old white men and all rich people in general. Wait, maybe, but it didn't maybe it, the it, old it, white men for like thirty years. How does it how does this work on these guys if it doesn't No, but I'm saying like <laughs> It doesn't seem to work on any of these politicians. Like, how, why is it working on these businessmen? How, how is this politician working egos all? are a different level? Yeah, you gotta be pretty <laughs> next level. Be a politician. I mean, I, so for business sir- egos are like partially money driven. Politician egos are like purely power driven. It's insane. Yeah. They're they're both psychos though. Who's who's okay. both psychos? Just billion, oh, the, billionaires the, and politicians. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. both psychos. Mm-hmm. No, I was what say, about sorry, a billionaire can... politician? That would be bad. Luckily, we never had okay. that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad we yeah. haven't had that. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, guys? True. Uh, <laughs> that would be some like alternate history dystopian <laughs> shit. That would yeah. never happen. <laughs> Oof. Glad that didn't happen. Wow. Yeah. The thing Maybe. for Cyber is that at, at least there was like a thing where uh, he gets to profit a lot on selling his team. So he, you, you could say the value proposition is one, everyone's shitting on you and they're making it very uncomfortable for you to be an owner and, and person on Angrada, even if you stay in the league. And two, your franchise value went up by like five times or like eight times after since you bought it. So just like cash out and, you know, enjoy your money, find some new hobby to enjoy. Vince McMahon is one I don't, I don't understand at all. Like, like uh, I mean, once the company went public, they, he had, he technically has to. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, I guess hold the board, to the shareholders, to the board. I mean, but but you just said that he owned it, the whole company. 
Yeah, he has. No, yeah, but I don't the whole company, but but he's a majority. Yeah. He, yeah, he, well, that's what, he, he was part. in control through shares and through uh, being chairman of the board and CEO and whatnot. Well, this is the part. This is the part where like we can't understand or like I can't. I don't understand. It's in terms of like what happens if you're the majority owner of a publicly traded company and you have to work with a board of directors every day. Like, how much power do they have over you? I guess it's so. It's it's not zero. Clearly, clearly, it's not zero, and, cl- and clearly, it could be a lot. Even though, even though you are the majority owner. Like, technically, I guess you could appoint the board if you wanted to. I don't know how this works. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. There's, they have some sort of power, because otherwise, what's the point of the board? Right. But well, I, I, thought I, the, like, I, I don't thought, know what it boils down to. Well, from what I heard, the board is a way for you to appoint your rich friends and give them free money. That's what I thought. That's what I heard a board was. And it's also like, in case you die, how yeah, board matters. They, I mean, they should also be able to, like, if the if a the board unanimously votes to replace you as like chairman or CEO or something, I they can I I don't they can't like replace you as majority shareholder and majority shareholder doesn't give you power to appoint the entire board yourself. I think. Yeah, I don't know. This 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 is uh, this is us poor people trying to understand the brains of billionaires. Except Keith, who is who is a billionaire in disguise. But whatever. But he, the thing I think yes. with Vince is that I think WWE is mm-hmm. like part of his ego, and well, that's the thing, right? It's that's why like we thought he was he... holding on. No, no, but I mean, I think this was so bad. The outlook of it that he saw it hurting WWE, which would hurt his ego. And that's why he finally gave up. Because remember when this first started, he like, basically he came out on television and said, screw everybody. I'm still here. And then as things went on and got worse and more stuff was being brought back up and more money was being more payments was being, were being found that's when he finally was like, okay, I'm just going to step down before anything, uh, before the, like the conclusion of the investigation and anything else happens. And I think that was like, it was probably a decision that him and Stephanie and the family or whatever, whoever came to, and they were like, this is like actually going to hurt the brand if we stick through, try to stick through this. So that's when he was like, as it being a part of his ego, he was like, I can't let that happen. And that's why he, he finally cared, gave up. He cared more about the company that he made than his the fact that he's the one running the company. All right. Yeah, he he didn't sense. want to be the reason that his legacy was hurt. Like if w, right. if he has to step away from WWE for WWE to maintain itself as the brand that he made, then he would do that. All right. I guess that makes kind of sense, but at the same time, I, I I didn't think it's pretty much. I didn't really understand how him being like how him staying on would hurt the brand that much because it seemed like a very personally sorted scandal, right? It, it's I, I I don't know how it would have affected the business of the company, but then again, maybe it's one of those things that I underestimate. Isn't he old? Like really old? He's very He's like old. in his seventies, maybe eighty by now, seventy-seven, something like that. 
it's because like, you know like if it's like if it's like racism as it was with sarver well sarver was a lot of things i guess uh i mean what's it what's a better example oh, like with sterling like if, if it's with uh if it's primarily racism like it was with sterling i can see why that sort of affects your business because that's sort of like a very deep stain that you can't really get rid of and it's always associated with your brand if it's sort of like uh you know having an affair with a subordinate maybe maybe i feel like in 2022 that's seen more more as a personal problem as long as yeah, but, but it wasn't just an affair right like it was what? I guess it was getting into territory where they were figuring out whether it was consensual or not. In that case, it becomes harder to uh, for, like for they the found sake. they found millions of dollars in hush money right. and like affairs right. and the allegations of him like passing employees around with other executives and stuff like that. Like it's mm-hmm. very over the line stuff. Uh yeah. Now, now that you remind me of the details, that it's it it wasn't just the the consensual affairs, I guess. Yeah. It's, all right. it's, it's all it's the cover ups and the hush money and stuff. It's it's a very very bad look. All right. Now that Ocelot is out, uh, Jason, tell me your uh, dish of dirt. Now, now we can. Uh, now, now everyone can, because I know everyone behind the scenes has said Ocelot's a piece of shit. I just never knew why. Jason, t- tell me a story. I don't know him at all. I've never met him, never seen him. You've never heard a story? You, I, I, nope. I, I, the I, only thing is I know about him is that when he was on SK, uh, he was very annoying. Right. <laughs> I did not like I, SK. In I just know that people, people, have, people have said he's a piece of shit forever, and uh, apparently no one is surprised that this happened. So there, <laughs> so there we are. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh... I- all right, well that's that's fine. Uh, G two, wait, are they at Worlds? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are are they good? Oh, they have, they still have Caps. Is Caps bad now? What happened? No, he's okay. All right, but so the team's just bad. Who's bad? Fucking broken blades on a team. Okay. Yeah, broken blades not bad though. Uh, do you know who else yeah. is going to Worlds? Uh, nope. Me. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, right. do you know what actually is big news? You actually added me this this morning. Um, maybe we'll segue into this. I think we're done with League of Legends. It's pretty... Yeah, yeah we're pretty much done. Uh, so this is actually big news. Uh, so Pepsi's been the Super Bowl sponsor for like what? At least <laughs> 20 years, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for a long time. Long time. So what's funny is John Scully, the former CEO of Apple... Uh, when Steve Jobs um, got him to join Apple, he was actually the CEO of Pepsi. Hmm. <laughs> so this is the second time that Pepsi's been <laughs> replaced with Apple, <laughs> in a way. Well, you, um, didn't t- you didn't say you didn't say the news. <laughs> so, anyways, the news is that Pepsi has been replaced as the Super Bowl sponsor by Apple Music. Yeah, they're paying, uh, according to the Sports Business Journal. Apple is paying. So, ads, guess how much it is to spot to be the naming sponsor of the halftime show. It's basically this. Good, it used to be called the Pepsi halftime show, and okay. they had you know the logo all over it. So, how much do you think it is to call have the halftime show? These people call how many? You know, how many years? Name? How many years is this contract? Uh, just say what for one year. For how one how year? much do you think it is for one? Year? Yeah, hundred million dollars. Oh, you went high. It's it's fifty million dollars, but it was in the ballpark. Okay, yeah, it's five. 
It's a five-year deal. Apple will pay $50 million per year, which is, uh, it's actually, honestly, sounds about right, given how much Super Bowl commercials cost. League said more than 120 million viewers watched last time's, last year's halftime show. And actually, last year's halftime show was awesome. Really good. I think we talked about it. Um, yeah, we definitely pod. did. It was sweet. I've not? watched it like six times, at least. Okay, I didn't know if it was one worth watching six times, but I thought it was yeah. okay. I like. I think it. I was the only one. I think I was the only one who didn't like it that much because I'm not a big fan of like medleys. But I mean, that's all. That's why I don't like it. Why in general halftime shows are like eh, because like medleys are not my thing. So. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Know, the fact I know that Keith liked it a lot. Apple barely spends on that kind of stuff, so it's surprising. Yeah, Apple, yeah, that's what's surprising to me more than anything is like they don't put their name on fucking anything unless it's their own. Do they have? Does Apple not have a naming sponsorship for anything? Not really, no. They don't have like a stadium anywhere. Hmm, no, nope. interesting. Um, and also what what Steve Jobs said to uh, John Scully was that, do you want to change like the world or do you want to sell carbonated sugar water? Mm. <laughs> That's what he called Pepsi. <laughs> I mean, it, it is what he would say. It, yeah, it, it I know. It's so with, Steve Jobs. It, it does track with my my my, my uh, uh, imagining of Steve Jobs is the is the Michael Fassbender version. That's how I imagine him now. Yeah, that, that movie's awesome. Re- he does a really good job as a. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, as playing playing that part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like All right. Fassbender. So. Yeah. All right, let's 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 move on to our next topic. Then are, are we done with the don't? Yeah, that was again, it. Uh, I just I just saw can, it on cancel cult, again. Cancel culture and uh, whatever else. All right, cool. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to whatever else Jason want to talk about today. Oh, speaking of Eminem, right? Yeah, yeah well, that's what was my next segue. Uh, so good, good about one. two or three go. weeks ago on our Discord, <laughs> I made a, a very quick statement, which was more of a joke than anything. Uh, where I said I'm probably related to Eminem, okay. and, Ke- right. and Keith just said, "Just don't say another word. You have to explain <laughs> say this. Pod- say, say it for the podcast." Pod. All right. Uh, and honestly, this is gonna be very anticlimactic. God damn it! Yeah. Well, I was allowed to say anything, so I would have said it's not worth the story in the podcast. But I might as well just explain mm-hmm. it. So, my name is Jason Nelson. <laughs> Right. Hi, Jason Nelson. Eminem's mother's name is uh, Debbie Nelson. Okay. And that's okay. my joke. That's why we're related. His mom is from my last name. Uh, I fucking hate you. Yeah, I know. That was, well, that was Keith. this is technically on Keith because it was, wasn't worth explaining on a podcast. The worst thing I've ever heard on this podcast. I know. I've it was some, literally the stupidest joke. And I've heard some fucking bad shit on this podcast. <laughs> And that was the worst. So congratulations. Yeah. So, uh, I'm just saying I could be the real some shady. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to go to you. I feel now like to... you had so much time to come up with something better than that. No, that's even what, if it I'm wasn't gonna be... the original intent. That yeah. this is on you, not me. I, I, I would have made a better story in that time. I'm not going to lie. That's why it was. Yeah. I would have been like. Her name is Debbie Nelson, and I have an aunt twice removed named Debbie. 
could be the same person. Uh, honestly, I think we should just stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's better we move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. Well, I'm, I'm trying to find like a good top. I rushed to Sora News and YouGov to find something to talk about because I, I thought we were just going to talk about this all day. Okay, but... yeah. Let, let's talk about something. I'll talk about your time. So, if you haven't heard already, Japan is opening up on October the 11th. I mean, technically, it's yeah. been open, but like fake open for to the anyone? past two months. Yeah, to anyone. Okay. I think you have to be three vaccinated to like skip some certain like anti-COVID stuff. But other than that, they, they will let you in. Um, I don't know what the visa application process will be like because, you know, if you came from certain countries before COVID, you would be basically auto-approved and you just have to fill out a little thing at the on your flight in the last like 30 minutes they would hand it out and then you'd be allowed in i don't know what countries could do that but i know australia was one of them me too it's coming off so, yeah so um i don't know if that will happen or whether you still have to apply for a visa um and i have heard from people who are coming to live here that the visa application process and and in general like a lot of processes of government right now are kind of fucked so we'll see. we'll see. Hopefully, you don't have to have that, but I'm pretty sure you don't have to have that. Before this, you before before. So there've been a couple of stages. Um, mm-hmm. The first stage was you could come, but only on a tour, on an official tour, with a with a you know with a flight company, tour guides, the whole shebang. Um, and then they the next step was you could come, but you'd have to book your flight and like your general quote-unquote general um plan like itinerary with a with a accredited travel company whatever i don't fucking really understand it but that's what you have to do and there was still a limit of fifty thousand people being allowed in and out of the country um on any given day that will now be removed on october 11th and japan will basically be officially open after you know what about more than two years two like two years and a couple months of you know isolationism so if you like to come to japan then your time has finally come semi-similarly they are allowing unvaccinated people into canada at the end of the month right i don't know i mean yeah and then also benefit for me is before when i came home I would always have to uh, fill out this thing mm. they called the Arrive Can, which is pretty much proving that I'm vaccinated every time I come home, even though I live here. They, uh, they didn't I have to do that anymore. They didn't. They didn't make an app for that. They did. They did. Okay. This works terribly. Yeah, it's just a big pain in the ass. Like to sign up, literally for twenty minutes. I had to. I downloaded an app for that for going to Spain, and and. I did filled it in and all that shit, and then like just no one fucking checked. Exactly, like, oh, that okay. that's the same. It's okay. No one checked it. No one. We're not doing this anymore, I guess. Yeah, I got on the plane in Chicago, and they're like, "Yep, see you later." I'm like, oh, "But I just did all this work. Like, please check it." <laughs> all right. Uh, la, 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 la. hey, I have, a, we have a. Okay, is is it film based? No. All right. Put. Could you put it in the sheet? Well, you don't have to. Whatever. I, I sure after so. Uh, I just want to give a shout out, uh, as this is currently happening, uh, to, to Roger Federer. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, uh, who is currently playing his last uh, competitive match, the is doubles it, match with with, Nadal, uh, yeah. with the goat Rafa Nadal, the, the actual goat. Um, the reason why I want to give a shout out to Roger Federer is not because of uh, tennis or anything like that, though. It's because he 
waited until after Serena was finally fully retired to even make his announcement that he was retiring instead of doing the usual thing that I would expect uh, from an old white guy. And that is to uh, take the spotlight away from uh, the black woman who was uh, the goat who was retiring. Um, And I thought that that was cool. And I don't think people pointed out enough. I don't get what you're saying. Like, you don't think it benefits him to avoid that? Like, I thought that that's like, even if he was being selfish, he would avoid, you know, stepping on that because he knows that, uh, like, she's like, her star is like as big as his in tennis, I think. Yeah, so, history would tell you that white people do not care about such things. I think, I think marketing wise, it's just, it's just a shrewd decision. I'm not, I'm not sure if we give him credit for that. Yeah, the history would tell also, you white people also do not care about those things. Also, he's not that old, isn't he? Is he, how old is he? He's like 38, I mean, he's, 40. He's, He's pretty old. He's at forty three or something. He's pretty older than. He's pretty sure he's in his forties now. He's forty one. Forty one. Yeah. See? Same yeah, birthday man. as my he's nephew. <laughs> the point um, is, a lesser a man movie. would have made the announcement before the U.S. Open. Man. Yeah. But Roger Federer, even though he's not the goat, because Rafa Nadal is. Uh. I'll give him props for what he did and retiring on a shorter notice. I think we'll see how he goes with um with this this game, right? Is he gonna like retire regardless of whether he wins this game? Yeah, this uh, Wikipedia page already has list is retired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this isn't even like a real oh, thing, it's not, right? It's, it's, it's the Liver Cup, so it's just like a yeah. show match. Oh, it's a show match, right, right? Yeah, it's not like a actual like tournament or anything where he has to play multiple rounds. I thought that they were gonna play in like a like an actual. To- that would be cool to like watch them play in, a, in an entire doubles tournament. Yeah, what? Uh... To watch Federer and Nadal play in an actual doubles tournament. Yeah, I was gonna Wait, say, doesn't doubles only happen at slams? <laughs> but obviously, it doesn't. I think only mixed doubles only happens at slams. Regular doubles happens. I'm pretty sure regular doubles has its own like, like tour. Yeah. Um, because there are like actual ranked teams, so it has to have some sort of like touring system. But I don't know how it is. It was funny when um, when the Aussie guys, fuck, my brain is like absolutely shutting down right now. <laughs> it was funny when the Aussie guys just like teamed up and just like won, and he made all like the doubles purists so mad. It was fucking hilarious. Loved it. The worst part about tennis is the purists. They just fucking make the like the sport so fucking cringe. What's a purist? Like, you like mean like people who say like, that people who like who think the dress code matters? Dress code matters and fucking oh you don't know you shouldn't or, don't or, cheer too loud don't clap. Oh, okay. That's okay, that like stodgy, stodgy old people. You mean? Yes, exactly. Um, uh, and like w- when the. When they, whenever the crowd goes like too loud, they love like to point out that that um oh it's because tennis is appealing to a wider audience, aka code for poor people now like tennis too, and that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing the thing is that it, it's uh 
I, I, I do wonder how that works in terms of like brand sponsorship because they, they do pull in sponsorships that are like you don't see any like golf and tennis they pull in you know like like mm-hmm. you know like PWC and like you know like random fucking like consulting companies it's like yeah. hey who do you want to do like taxes for your corporation so I mean I can sort of see in a certain sense like you would want to preserve this sort of high class uh, from, a, from a business standpoint from a business standpoint I mean obviously yes, I have the no fans idea. themselves doing that is weird yeah I don't know. I, I guess ultimately, for the growth of the sport, you you would want to take like a try to bring in a wider audience. But I can sort of see why there'd be resistance. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's annoying. You find your topic, Max? No, I, I was thinking though. Now that we have Jason and uh, Keith on, we we could have like an ABI reu- reunion and talk something about talk about media. Honestly, this year right now is so shit yeah. for movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've been watching Better Call Saul though for the first. What time. a fucking show, man! It's so good. What a Did we talk show. Emmys? Did have we you talked Emmys have, at all? Have you finished no. it? Have you finished no, it? I'm, I'm I'm on season four, episode ten. Okay, we, I'm like on all, episode or, or, ten of the or, final season. Season five. Did we skip season Emmys. Six? I didn't wax, even I've, pay attention wax, to the Emmys. Nobody has watched any of the movies that have been nominated. TV shows. Yeah, I mean, TV show, even worse. No one's watched any of that. Who's got time to watch a fucking TV show? Nobody. Mm, it's true. Okay. I didn't find a topic. I was just hoping that you, you two could rip about media. Okay. Also, I just, I, I want to say, I think saying that right now is a bad time for movies is like one of the most absurd <clears throat> statements I've ever heard. Like right this month. There's been nothing out in theaters. I, I was really excited for Don't Worry, Darling, and I got tanked at the the did poorly yeah, the critics so, hate it yeah so i'll watch it when it comes out but i'm not gonna go to theaters to see it why were you looking forward to it do you why? like uh i, I like florence the Creel. actress yeah. oh, okay and i liked the idea of the trailer it seemed pretty cool although uh, thrillers are my favorite genre of movies uh but... I, so the the review i read said that this would have been cool before the matrix and truman show came out and now it's just like trite like very very yeah. trite. i also love olivia favorite. wilde so like as an actress or as a director what wait what did she make she, before? she's or... never directed before this is her first time well, oh that's she, the uh, one she's direct... directing nice, nice. yeah didn't she direct like uh or did she write uh what is it book smart i thought oh did she direct that or did oh, she maybe. write that she might have wrote it let me see yeah book smart i thought was she was good. like a... i like book smart yeah, i thought Maybe she's a writer on that and not a director. I don't know. And I know she was involved in that. Like she was in the marketing. Okay. Well, I'm down to just call it because I'm. Yeah. Hold on. Because my point too. is not done. No. <clears throat> okay. Both Pearl and The Woman King are in theaters right now, and both have gotten rave reviews. It's Pearl. The, the, Pearl, I, I agree. It does look good. Uh, Let me see. It's a What's horror Pearl? movie. You wouldn't like it. It's the, the sequel King? to X. Yeah, wait, but he doesn't even know what X is. Yeah, I don't know what the hell, hell's X. You don't watch A twenty four movies, so, yeah, so you wouldn't know. Of course, I don't. I don't watch movies, so. But I think I, I just think that the statement. Do you know what? I didn't know the is a bad King time was, for movies. Is I didn't know the Woman King was out. I'll give you that. Ridiculous. Is it doing well in theaters? Is it making money? Yeah, I heard it was really good. That's really all. And uh, I, I know the reviews are really good. I don't know if it's. It but okay, other, other than those two, is there anything in million? Movies? I think in its first weekend, that's pretty. That's pretty solid. Maybe I'll go see it. Pearl. I say, I say has, that now. 
Pearl has divided a lot of people. Like some people think it's like amazing, and other people do not like it at all. Uh, according to Martin Scorsese, it is cinema, and yeah. therefore that is all that matters. Oh, sorry, Ticket to Paradise is coming out with George Clooney and Julia Roberts. How could I? Have that sounds terrible. This? Yeah. Also, haters gonna hate, but Jurassic World Dominion passed a billion dollars at the global box office. Wow, really? Did that come out? Ben, ads. I got a great one. Did you watch Superhero? I don't remember if I talked to you about this. Nope. Superhero? What's that? Yeah, Dragon Ball Super Dragon Superhero. Ball oh, Dragon Ball uh, Super. Okay. Yeah, I watched that one. Man, that was right. sweet. Was that really was the good. last movie I saw in theaters. It was legit. The, really the, the, the thing that people that you have to remember with the Dragon Ball movie is the plot doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. The plot yeah, is it's absolutely... Just, it's just right. an action movie. Yeah. But sometimes they, like, really try and, like, drive home the... The plot doesn't matter. You just want to see some sick fucking CG, or CGI animation. I guess they do, like, a mix now of CGI and animation. But it I did good. not love that part. I, I thought it looked better than average, but I guess, like, so many was, anime have done it badly. That yeah, it, it was very, like, just randomly, ugh, like... That was the only thing I didn't like about it. I thought it was cool that uh, it was not about Goku and Vegeta for once. and Well, I guess not for once, but for once and it actually done well. Like, Bao Brawley was pretty ter- terrible. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I thought it was... I don't want to spoil it, but like, it was so funny. Also, to follow up, uh, Olivia Wilde did direct Booksmart. Okay, so you just didn't see that. Wait, no, I did see it. it. I just didn't know she directed it. I, I watched it on a plane. Okay. It was good. Yeah, I apparently... like Booksmart a lot. Okay. Well, it sucks for Warner Brothers that they're uh, only... Uh, well, I guess maybe Black Adam could be good, but yeah. One of their big releases this year is apparently trash, so it's not good for them. I'm still going to watch it. Like I'll, I'll even pay for it at home. I just don't see the point of watching it at uh, a theater. Yeah, It's not like I a have... theater movie. Right. Uh, okay, you guys want to wrap up or something? What movies uh... do you think Warner Brothers released this year? Just out of curiosity off the top of your head. No fucking idea. I just remember reading articles that they, they had to cancel releases because they could only afford Black Adam and like, uh, don't worry, my, don't worry, darling. Isn't that why they moved like Shazam? That's like they, they couldn't yeah, afford. They the delayed a bunch of stuff because they apparently can't afford to uh, do the so ass- runs I, and stuff for them. I'm assuming they released some like smaller shit they didn't do much advertising for, but I'm, but like, don't worry, darling, and Shazam. Sorry. Uh, Black Adam are the only ones they were gonna like make huge releases, right? Was something else that I missed? Oh, Batman, I guess. Yeah, the Batman. I was gonna say the Batman came out. Elvis came out. Oh right, Elvis. Uh, that Elvis made money. I, I was surprised. Why would you Maybe be surprised? Like... What? Because like Elvis is like, uh, isn't does that appeal to like two old people? Because I I know why. Uh, the Freddie I took Mercury my grandma thing. to go see it. Thank you. Well, that's what I mean. It's that's, like it, that's it, it, not it, helping you. <laughs> I know. I, I, yeah, but I, I'm I saying understood. that's two tickets, right? I understood why I understood why Bohemian Rhapsody did well because like that's like so many like you know forty fifty year old boomers going to go see it. But and also Rocket Man did well. Too. Did like it did reasonably well. I don't think it was a huge hit, but Rocket Man did okay, which is also the, the exact that age group. But if you're going to do like a Louis Armstrong or like Elvis uh, bio, you know, Jukebox Elvis movie is fucking. You, yeah, you're going for seventy year olds. Yeah, but you're going for seventy year olds though. Like he's people know him by reputation, but I don't think people know a song. Hey, Jason, what do you yeah. know Elvis song? What? 
You know, Wax Elvis is song? trolling me. You are so literally hard, yeah. so. Wax I could save you fifteen Elvis songs. Wax is really? trolling, and now nah, he's trolling. He has to be trolling. Oh my man. god! I'm, I, I'm, Keith, I'm you, trying to sober Keith. up. Wax is trolling. Keith, Keith, you know Elvis song? <laughs> yes, I know Elvis songs, but I don't listen to Elvis. I only know Elvis songs because I have friends that listen to Elvis. I know Elvis songs by reputation. No, I don't. I don't actually know Elvis song. Okay. Do you know what's a fun fact about Elvis? He didn't uh, write any of his own music. They stole music from black people. Yeah, he yeah, definitely. I know, he definitely did. I know they he, actually yeah. kind of touch on that in the movie too. I thought all, was pretty good. all of I thought all of rock and roll was generally stolen from from black people in the blues. Yeah, and know? he was kind of the first person to do it. Uh, even they in do, the movie, they, they talk well. about how. <laughs> yeah, like they talk about how uh, they don't want to play like a colored person on the radio, and he's like, "Oh, this person's white." <laughs> It's uh, yeah. It's literally a little weird. <laughs> the way they yeah, I would, I would still, I'm still interested in seeing Elvis at some point, just because it's directed by Baz Luhrmann. But it's not like yeah. at the top of my list or anything. It's like fucking that. long, is the issue. And wait, Tom wait, Hanks wait, wait. is terrible in it. Really? Wait, are you a Baz? Okay. Are you a Baz Luhrmann guy or are you a Moulin Rouge guy? I'm a Baz Luhrmann guy. The whole Red okay. Curtain trilogy is incredible. I never saw Great Gatsby. Wait. I think it's the only one I haven't seen. Australia. Strictly Ballroom, Romeo and Juliet, Moulin Rouge. I've seen Australia. It's fine. It doesn't. <laughs> okay. It's not really notable for it for anything. Wow. Um, as as have you seen Australia? No, I haven't. But it was like talked about for so long in Australia. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's not See, like... bad. It's but it's 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 fine. It's not incredible okay. or anything. Right. That's what I was wondering about. What were we gonna say before the Baz Luhrmann? About... Uh, oh, Elvis? yeah. So. So Tom Tom Hanks was actually terrible in it, yeah. And Ads was right. very surprised by this. Uh, oh, I agree. It Tom, was very Tom surprising. Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is great, man. Yeah. Tom Hanks almost Apparently. never does a bad job, which is why it was, it was so surprising. Apparently, he's one of the only good parts of Pinocchio, which uh, I did not know was released. And apparently I didn't even know he was in it. <laughs> so, so the Disney thing is that, like... Um, sorry, I mean, maybe you two would know better than me, so... They're gonna try to do a live action remake of all of their old classic movies, but they'll only decide on whether to make a streaming only or theatrical, depending on if it's good or not. It's like the the vibe I got was that they watched Pinocchio and they're like, "This is garbage. We're, we're gonna put it on streaming." Like that's the vibe I got. Is that what's going on? Like when do they decide when like a, this kind of thing is going to streaming only or to theaters? Because because from what I can tell, Little Mermaid is going to theaters like for sure, like hundred percent. I mean, Little Mermaid's I, a bigger fucking. Yeah, I know. Pinocchio. Pinocchio I, I, I know tiny. it's a bigger. I know it's a bigger deal in terms of like reputation because it's it's one of the '90s classics, whereas Pinocchio is like one of the what is it the '60s '70s classics. It's it's one of the ancient ones. I I know that. Exactly. So you'd expect the Pinocchio. I I would like be more surprised if something like I don't know. Um, what's a '90s Disney film like, that was like? That's well, a, that's already has one. Already has one. Pinocchio. Er, sorry, Pocahontas. Yeah, they're not going to redo that. Pocahontas is actually coming to theaters, though. What? Wait, yeah. they're, they're remaking it? Yeah, it comes out in like, December, I think. What the fuck? Oh, God, it's called so Avatar 2. I prefer the mm. Dances with Wolves. <laughs> Dances with Wolves yeah. in Space is my my preferred joke on that. Yeah, yeah. Dances with Wolves is my. Sure is, 
Fern Gully. Uh, Fern Gully, for those who know. I don't know. The Pinocchio hey, hey. thing is because of Dumbo, if I yeah. had to guess. Oh, it's because Dumbo flopped? Yeah. In theaters. So is it is it because they, they don't trust their old franchises? No, I think they're just smart enough to recognize now so, that nobody cares. I know they made a Snow White and the Huntsman, but is that made by Disney or is it another company? Because it's a some other com- some other company. So if I think if oh, Disney was to make a Snow White, they are it would it White. would be big enough. Well, that's because Snow White is like their first anime classic. Like, like of the old, obviously the old ones don't have as so much cachet, but like Snow White in their canon is it means a lot. And like Disney is like a weird company, right? Well, like, you say that, but like Maleficent is a really big deal in theaters and stuff, and that's Sleeping Beauty. No, but that's a saying, lot but... into Snow White. It, it's definitely going to theaters. Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, but that's that's also because like it has to go to theaters. It, 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 but like, I'm just saying because it's a classic, though. Like if they had a '90s movie, hmm, what is it? Good? No, but, I, but I'm saying like they respect their past. Like what is it? Um, what is it? Like what's that Mickey game they 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 made out of that character they bought that was precursor to, precursor to Mickey? Like the Disney Epic like Mickey? Epic Mickey? Yeah, yeah. And remember, they they bought like they they didn't have the rights to Proto Mickey, but they like they traded a little. Oh, ads! You you'd, you'd love this, ads. So a long time ago, Disney they traded their literal broadcasters, like a, like a broadcaster, their contract from ESPN and ABC. They traded him to a different company to, for the rights to a, to an animated character. Nice. That's so American. Yes, because but it's, it's, it was funny because it was because it's completely useless to anyone but Disney. It was basically this old company, this rival company, owned the rights to a character that was kind of a proto Mickey Mouse that Walt, Walt Disney made for someone else before we started Disney, mm-hmm. and they just want and they just wanted it for the sake of history. Like, it's useless. It's like useless unexploitable IP. And they tried to exploit it in, in Epic Mickey, which made some money. So that I guess they made some money back. But it, it was when, it was kind when of did they buy, when did they buy it. Like in the late two thousands, mid two thousands. Oh, that's pretty recently. I thought I thought it was like early in the yeah. company's history. Yeah, so it, it just shows that. I mean, maybe the corporate culture changed now, but it's sort of funny that Disney is still a company that cares about its like legacy in that sort of way, where like it it's not a dollars and cents thing. It's just like they want to own all of the history. So, so that, that's sort of. Well, they. I mean, that, they want to own everything if they yeah. could. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. Really. But I'm saying like that's like why like Snow White, even if the movie shit, it would come out in theaters because it's the thing that it's foundational to them making movies and like you know being a successful movie. Company. I'm trying to find so, a, a '90s Disney movie that's like kind of meth that wouldn't Hunchback that wouldn't, and a Hunchback. That's hunchback. from 1939. The Hunchback Notre Dame. I just it's said just 90s. Yeah, it's not 90s. Well, no, no, it's 1997, oh, isn't it? 1996 it's like the go-to example for like one of the best Disney villains. Is it? I couldn't uh, tell you who he is. Cla- uh, Claude Frollo? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm bad with names, but I know who you're talking about and I agree he was a good villain. 
Well, I, I only have a sauce bar for Hunchback because it's like my favorite French book. So, yeah, Snow White has fun. has Rachel Zegler as Snow White and Gal Gadot as the Evil Queen. So, your favorite Ooh. French book? Oh, your favorite French? Who the fuck has a book? A favorite book from a country? Well, uh, I, I was think like a I, lot of people technically. I was gonna say it's, it's not who my favorite separates novel. Separates them like that. Cause, well, I I couldn't call it my favorite novel. I just want to say like of the the ones that are, that were French, it's probably my favorite. I was going to say the Black Cauldron. I, I think uh, most people would say the Little Prince is their favorite French book. Mm, no, for me, it's 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 uh, it's Hunchback. Hunchback. Hunchback's really good. The book's really good. Like, yeah, sure. I just think in general, most people would say the Little Prince. I think it's got that reputation. Dude, you're book, like, what's your favorite is, French book? Then people would be like, Little Prince. Dude, the book is so fucking dark, and it's 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 so good because like uh, so the, the the reason why the Disney version is hilarious is because you know how like. Uh, Quasimodo is like okay that like the pretty girl is getting with this prince guy, not the prince, the captain of the guards guy. You guys, do you guys remember the plot to the Disney version? No, I don't. That was my whole okay. point behind this. Yes, yes, keep going with your your <laughs> no, tale no, here. No, 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 it's, it's it's okay. If none of you actually remember the plot to the Disney version, it doesn't make sense because I can't tell you the differences between the novel and the. Uh, Okay, guys, you know that you know the Little Mermaid is like it's an allegory for like coming out of the closet, right? Yes. Not not or not, not coming out of the closet. It's it's an allegory for like so, something something being gay and like I don't know what happened there. What are we what? talking about right now? We're talking about, I have no clue. Are we talking about the original story. We're talking about the Disney movie because I don't Disney know movie. this transition didn't go very well. Wax is terrible at explaining this. A lot of I transgender we were... people, a lot of transgender people, I think specifically trans women, say that the Little Mermaid is their favorite. Uh, movie growing. Oh, up. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that in particular. Oh, well, this is I why be- because they don't have parts, right? Oh, I thought it's because like Hans Christian Anderson was literally like gay, and like that's it, it, he wrote it as like a very like very thinly veiled thing about being gay. See, yeah. I thought we were saying about the differences between the Disney versions and the originals, and you're going to talk about her dying, but like that you totally went a different direction. She does. Then she does die. Yeah, she does die. It it, it is a tragedy in the original. Yes. Also, the uh, Hunchback Notre Dame, also a tragedy. Everyone dies, by the way. Yeah, but that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that there's a lot of, like, this whole, like, fairy tales originals are, like, dark uh, versus Disney-fied, you know, versions. What, what else? Yeah. Well, I, my, my understanding was that they're going to try to make everything real life again because it's just, like, it's free content, I guess. Yeah, they literally... It's not free. They still have to spend money on it. You know, what? I'm looking. I'm looking for the Tarzan. Like, I don't know who they. I, I think they're like they would need like a good leading man. But Tarzan, Tar- Tarzan would be pretty good. I love Tarzan. I know. I, I, I think that. I think I'm thinking Tarzan is probably one of the ones that could like make like 800 million at the box office if they got like the right leading man for the role. I I, I don't know who would be in the modern day and age, but Little Wayne, because like, I. <laughs> <laughs> See, to me, the biggest issue with Tarzan is what makes it good is the way it's animated and like the way you. I feel like the, yeah, like the, the, the how vine fluid, surfing. yeah, like yeah. the vine surfing, like and even like when he jumps out of the water and like the way the water spins and stuff, you wouldn't be able to do that properly. You think they? You think they would cast a a, a black Tarzan? Like, yeah, I mean, because I'm Discord. Okay. Oh, they already did. They already cast someone. I don't even know. No, just, just oh my it. god, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I see. I see. 
<laughs> that was why you said Tarzan. <laughs> like, Lil, Lil Wayne, man. Come on. <laughs> That's pretty good, you know? You know, if you Photoshop it together like that, it looks pretty good. I was going to say, like, because um, like, I never read the original Tarzan story, so I have no idea how important it is that it's, he's, like, white. But I guess it's not really that important to the story. He's not even days. really white, is he? I don't know. I thought he was, like, a European baby. Yeah, he should or... be, like, British or something, shouldn't he? I guess, yeah. yeah My vote is for Henry Cavill. That'd be a good one. Mm. See, he's, like, kind of white, but I guess maybe he's just tanned. Like, what is What is happening right now? Like, yeah, what are you saying white? to me right now? Like, he's like, look at that. Like, that's not white in that picture to me. He's saying that he's not as white as Jason. Jason's like protecting. Oh, you're his saying whiteness. Tarzan isn't white. Yeah, I thought you were saying Henry Cavill isn't. No, white. I'm saying Tarzan. I was like Henry Cavill is. No, Henry Cavill is definitely white. white. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying Tarzan, and it could uh, be like just no, because Tarzan, Tarzan lives is, outside, right? Yeah, so he's, he's clearly white. He just lives in a jungle. Yeah, but like, even his hair is very like non white you know that was kind yeah. of like more my point but yeah i mean it's, it's clearly some kind of dreads which is like whatever yeah. 1908 no his hair is just matted because he has bad grooming habits because he lives in a jungle yeah that's I don't also know what the fuck is going on here i just fell asleep for like two couple minutes <laughs> came back bro how are you sleeping you're supposed to be knocking back more drinks man he's not celebrating he's... i got the fucking dentist in two out three hours fuck you're crazy. You spent the whole night drinking, and then you're gonna go to a dentist appointment. <laughs> yeah, that's how are you wild. getting there? Walking. It's across the road from my apartment. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a small town, man. Everything is across the road. <laughs> no, no, it's I, I. I literally can get Wi-Fi from my apartment at the dentist. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> that's value. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's close this out. Someone fucking yeah. say this. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah. eat dinner, so. Alright, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, okay, let's, let's do songs. I'll start because I, I've actually thought of one because we're talking about the uh, Disney movies. I'm going to go with my favorite piece of uh, original score from a Disney movie, which is... Uh... Wait, have I done this already? I probably have, actually. Okay, it's King of Pride Rock from Lion King by Hans Zimmer. I think this is probably one of his best... Uh best soundtrack works of his career even though it came back super early in his career before he was that famous but i don't know i think i think some of his early stuff is better than his newer stuff like uh crimson tide lion king all that stuff is like really good still anyway i mean yeah that's a very underrated uh that's a that's like a great word that's a dark like an underground take not a lot of people think the lion king has good music pon zimmer <laughs> do people remember that he did it i don't know his career is like so long now I don't know. People forget that, like, Hans, like, uh, Lion well, King's known for having amazing music. No, 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 for the songs. Point more so is the for, fact that it's Hans Zimmer making the song. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, people, like, remember the songs a lot, like, the ones with lyrics, but I don't think people, like, if you ask them, hey, who did the actual score for Lion King, they'd be like, oh, it's Hans Zimmer, like, that super famous guy, and yeah, like, back in the day, like, he, he did that. Okay, next song. Jason. Go. Uh, yeah, okay. So I like I said earlier, I've been watching uh Break or Better Call Saul. Uh the other day they had a really good cover of um uh Frank Sinatra's Something Stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna put that. So it's something stupid by Lola Marsh. Yep. Okay, Keith. Alright, my song just released last night, I think. 
if I recall two, correctly, two last night, two this morning, probably. something like that, two nights ago, uh, is Mel Made Me Do It by Stormzy. It's a seven Dang. and a half minute track with an 11 minute video. Video. Uh, the video. worth watching. Okay, the, just, I just want to know the video. Honestly, I've heard only a snippet of the song. The video has a reference to Jose, or Jose Mourinho, sorry, and has Jose Mourinho in the fucking video. Yeah. Looking bosses. I just want to point that out. So you got to watch the video. It's it's a very it's a celebrity filled video from like Little Sims, who we've talked about and I've recommended songs from uh, Jose Mourinho, Usain Bolt. There's a lot of celebrities in it. It's a great video. Getting Jose Mourinho built different. I don't know. That was that was hectic. It's (laughs) Stormzy at his finest after several years of being quiet as far as music goes. Yeah, fair. Um, Okay, my song. Is so last night. My, I'm, I'm sure my um, my neighbors were not happy with me belting out my rendition of Sweet Carolina. Caroline. <clears throat> so, Sweet Caroline. Sorry, I, I, yeah. I don't know why I clicked the wrong song on YouTube on not YouTube one thing it, on Spotify. Okay. Yeah, um, Sweet Caroline. The reason why I'm recommending Sweet Caroline is because if uh, at, I am I'm technically still a member of the Paramedic Eels. Um, and at the end of every game, if we win, they play this song and everyone dances along and it's fucking great. And it like, yeah, it's just like last night, belting it out. What a song, what, what a track. One of the best choruses, one of the best sing-along choruses. And that's my song of the week. And that's this podcast that I have somehow survived through. Sweet Caroline becoming a fucking like international sports song. It's so fucking weird, man. It's so strange. Why? It's it's such like a, a American song, and uh, I mean, American cultural imperialism is has existed for so fucking long. What do you mean? That's yeah, but like, uh, do something like um, Seven Nation Army. That that's that sounds proper. People do that one, but it but it's not singable. That's true. No, people go. Uh, no, people people just like sort of chant along to it. Yeah, but it's not a sing along. Star chorus. Mm-hmm. What's like the British uh, EPL team that does Sweet Caroline for, for some weird reason? Leeds? I think it's Leeds. Oh, is it? I'm just saying it's weird because Sweet Caroline is like the Boston Celtics song and it's not Boston Celtics, sorry, a Red Sox song and it's just so weird to hear it at like a foreign stadium. It's. I think it's just, they're just saying it's everywhere. Anyways, yeah. that's the end. That's the end of this podcast. Um, if you'd like to support us monetarily so that we can buy G2 esports because apparently they got some shares to sell, um, you can go to www.coffee. That's ko-fi.com. Pay us a lot his retirement money. Slash the G. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't think of that. I like that. www.coffee. That's ko-fi.com. Slash the jujus. But even if you don't, even if you just listen to us, make us feel momentarily alive and that's enough for me and we'll see you next week peace